0: and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler.
1: And I'm Leslie Segretti.
0: Call us now with your home improvement questions. Call us now with your do-it-yourself dilemmas. Call us now if you've got a New Year's resolution that has to do with fixing up your home. We can help you get the job done. The number is one 888 Pit. Speaking of a new year, there's new color trends that are out this year. And coming up this hour, we're going to have some tips on the latest styles. We've got some info that you're definitely going to want to check out. Because uh, there are some new colors that are particularly hot right now, and we're going to tell you all about it.
1: All right, from hot to ice cold, we've got slippery sidewalks out there, and they can be a dangerous mess. An ice melting product, now that's a great idea, but there are certain chemicals available that can damage your outside surfaces, namely the concrete. So we're going to tell you which products to use that aren't going to hurt your driveways and walkways.
0: And speaking of ice, it can cause major problems if it forms in the wrong place on your roof. We're talking, of course, about ice dams. We're going to have the solution, though, to prevent that problem in just a bit.
1: And this hour, we're giving away a perfect New Year's gift. We've got a liquid nails tool bag, and it's filled with great quality adhesives that will come in very handy for all of your resolution DIY projects.
0: So start the New Year Home Improvement Project off right. Pick up the phone and give us a call. The number is one Money moneypit 888-666-3974. Let's get to the phones. Leslie, who's first?
1: Ira in New York has a question about basement flooring. What can we do for you today?
2: In, uh, in my basement, uh, I have a cement uh, slab. Okay. And I want to know if um, is there an adhesive-based product I can put directly on the, um, the cement because um, I got some from a home improvement center that I put down and it's coming up or, or does all cement leave, you know, have water coming through it and uh, well, how do I prep it? I mean, it's just a, a nightmare with this uh, the cement floor.
0: I think you probably don't want to use something that you adheres to the basement floor. You're probably better off using something that floats on the basement floor. For example, a good choice for a basement floor would be laminate flooring. It locks together, and it's self-supporting. It's not going to go anywhere, and it doesn't have to be glued down to the floor.
2: Does all, does all cement floors eventually have moisture come up if it doesn't breathe?
0: Well, it is a very damp surface, and, you know, certainly you could paint it with an epoxy-based paint, and that cuts down on the amount of moisture. You can pay attention to the grading conditions at the outside of your house because right. that water eventually wicks down and gets into the cement. But cement is very hydroscopic. It really sucks up water just like a sponge. And so sometimes you have a hard time getting things to stick to it. That's why I think a floating floor is a much better choice.
2: Yeah, are there inexpensive flooring floors or are there very expensive flooring floors?
1: No, laminates come in every price point, and of course the price point affects what it looks like. There's a ton of different kinds out there. I mean, you can even find some just at the home center that are available for you to
0: walk away with immediately.
2: Okay, now do you put underlayment on? Do you put, have to put underlayment first, or they have uh, or no? You don't use them?
0: underlayment for for any type of uh, insulating purposes or anything like that. But some of these either have an underlayment attached to them, or there's a separate underlayment product that's like a very thin like foam, a thin foam sheet, and that just gives the floor a little cushion. Okay,
2: because the product I put down, you know, from the home center actually said I can put it directly on the floor, and it's coming up, and I just didn't think that was well. We're going to fix
0: know. that. Think about okay. laminate. I think that's a better option. Okay, very good. I thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. 888-666-3974.
1: Now we're going to take a call from Jim in Ohio who's dealing with some vinyl siding issues. What's going on?
3: Uh, my kids are having a uh, ice ball fight. And you know, by by all means don't do it away from the house. Do it right <laughs> against the house. Okay. <laughs> And it was obviously very cold, being an ice ball fight, and I have cracked vinyl siding.
0: Okay. Uh, is it possible that you can get some more vinyl siding, Jim?
2: I have some scraps, actually, from All when right. it was installed. Okay. I just don't know how to go about it because it looks like it's like a
0: Z-shaped and it's very confusing.
3: Ah, uh,
1: well, there's a fantastic tool that's going to save you a lot of heartache and handache as well.
0: Yeah, it's a tool that helps you sort of unzip the old panels of vinyl uh, out. So you would want to remove the cracked panel. And you want to put in a new one. Now, you mentioned you have some scraps. If you happen to have a piece that's the same size, great. Um, if you don't, you might end up sort of piecing this in. Now, one thing that you may be, that may be unexpected you need to watch out for is that the, the color of the vinyl scraps, which is the original color, may not match the color that the siding now because of the exposure to the sun. Okay. And so if that's the case, what you might want to do is go to one of the uh, least obvious places in your house and take a piece from there, use that for the repair, and then put the new piece back there where it's not so noticeable.
2: Ah, brilliant.
1: This way everything will be matchy-matchy.
2: Thanks, guys. Love your show, man.
1: Happy New Year, everybody. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, and we want you to start the new year off right with a fantastic do-it-yourself project at home. So let us help you. Give us a call 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 1-888-MONEYPIT.
0: That's right. We say that you don't have to get in shape. Just get your house in shape. It's kind of the same thing. Gives you the same level of satisfaction and you won't feel as guilty if it doesn't get done. Coming up next, we're going to have the hottest color trends for 2009. Maybe we can pick some colors that will make your room look slimmer.
1: <laughs> it's not going to help your pants fit any better though. <laughs> you live in a body pit.
4: Now, here are Tom and Leslie.
0: Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler.
1: And I'm Leslie Segretti.
0: Call us right now with your home improvement question. Call us with your do-it-yourself dilemma. Call us with your New Year's resolution for your house. Let's see. You want to stay on a budget? We can help you save some energy costs You want to get in shape? Well, we can help you get the house in shape, and that will put you in shape. There's lots of ways we can work those resolutions into your home improvement projects. And one caller who gets on the air with us this hour is going to win some products to help get those projects done. We're giving away the Liquid Nails tool bag with a great assortment of adhesives. These are the first products from Liquid Nails that are specifically designed for your home use. For smaller projects, you get a bunch of products, including... Uh, super glues and a two-part epoxy and liquid nails will make sure that these jobs are done once done right. Price package is worth fifty bucks. So pick up the phone and call us right now at one eight eight eight. Money Pit.
1: Yeah, give us a call, especially if you're thinking about tackling a paint project, because you gotta keep in mind, new year, new trends. And if you like to keep up with color trends, we have got the year's hottest hues in paint coming up for you right now. And these come from the Roman Haas Paint Quality Institute. Now, home design, as you can tell, it often takes a lot of its cues from fashion, like one of the first trends we want to tell you about, which is menswear. And the colors in this palette, they're like grays, and navies and browns and black men. That sounds like my husband's closet. (laughs) And they really do include textures like leather and patterns like argyle, pinstripes, even herringbone. You know, if you take a smaller pattern like a herringbone and you blow it up, you'll get a really unique wall treatment that can look fantastic.
0: Now, nature is also still a big inspiration for color in 2009. New this year, the colors of the sky are big during a sunset. So we're talking about dusty purple, deep blue, Bronze, metallics, and rosy pinks, all trendy colors right now. You can get some great decorative effects, including large, dramatic, geometric patterns, which incorporate sort of metallic finishes as well.
1: Yeah, it's just lovely. We have got a ton more information on our color trends for 2009 coming straight to you in our Money Pit e-newsletter. Those of you who get it, you know it's free and it's reliable into your inbox every single week and you know we don't share your email address. And if you don't get it, sign up today. It is great. Start the new year off right, get good ideas for projects and learn how to get things done right the first time. Sign up today at MoneyPit.com.
0: 888-666-3974. Let's get back to those phones. Who's next? Who's next?
1: Now we're going to talk to Nora in New Hampshire, who's got a question about some unused paint. What can we do for you?
3: I have uh, cans of latex paint purchased four years ago. Okay. Some were opened and used uh, with some remaining, and then other cans of latex paint were not open. And my question has to do with how uh, long can this paint be good for?
0: Was the paint kept in like room temperature? Like a
1: conditioned space
0: or did it what, freeze? Was it ever frozen?
3: No I made sure to keep them in the house and actually in my living room. And wow you've been you've been looking at them <laughs> for those four that. years. <laughs>
0: Um, the answer is that it's probably fine. Now, if you, with the cans of paint that you open, I'll just give you one cautionary note, and that is you want to make sure that when you open those, you don't have any sort of rust in the lip of the paint can, because if you do, that rust that falls in the paint will change the color of the paint, and it, won't, it will not be obvious until you put it on, and then you'll notice it's just slightly darker than everything else. But if the paint is, you know, the paint cans are, are sealed and the, there's no rust, uh, you, and these are all the same colors? Uh,
3: There one is uh, actually some of it is uh, ceiling paint and other other cans have to do with the wall Well, what Mm -hmm.
0: I would do is I would uh, open up the the two cans of ceiling paint I would dump them together in a five gallon bucket mix them up really really well and work Mm -hmm. from that
1: Or you can even take them take everything closed over to your home center and have them shake it up for you Just to give it a fresh mix this way Anything that's settled has time to redistribute and then go ahead and combine things and work from there
0: All right, Nora, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT.
1: Gary in California, you've got the Money Pit. What can we do for you today?
2: Well, question. Uh, I have a rental, and uh, the bathroom tile is coming off. Uh, They're loose, and they're, well, falling off just about uh, above the tub. And uh, I wonder what's the best and lowest maintenance uh, wall surround material to replace these tiles.
0: Well, uh, is it possible for you to replace the tiles themselves, or is the wall underneath rotted?
2: It looks like the wall, the studs, uh, are some of them are. I haven't okay. got the whole thing off yet.
0: but I- right, Well, if this is a rental, you're going to probably want something that's reasonably bulletproof, and yes. I think probably one of the fiberglass surrounds is probably the best way to go. When they're properly installed and properly fitted, and usually use a silicone caulk at all of the seams, that's a pretty tough, durable surface. Uh, in in terms of of, uh, how it sheds water, which is important. You know, with a tile wall, if you don't dry it sometimes all the time, you let the water sit there. Uh, If you don't stay on top of the caulking, it can definitely get in behind the walls and cause problems with rot and even attract insects. So I would probably, because it's a rental, just use a fiberglass surround. So step one is to pull out all the old tile, all the old rotted wall material. Step two is to sister all of the, the studs that are rotted as best you can. Step three is to install a new tile backer or a new piece of Dens Armor, which is a fiberglass face drywall that's very water resistant. And step four is to install the fiberglass surround. Once you do that, you're going to have a water resistant tight tub surround that'll be able to take whatever punishment the tenants can dish you out. You should be good for at least 10 years.
2: Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
0: You're welcome, Gary. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit.
1: Bob in New York has a question about a copper pipe. What's going on?
2: Hi. Uh, I have little tiny holes in my hot water heater pipe, three-quarter and a half inch. I was wondering, uh, is there any way to prevent that?
0: Typically, those holes are caused by the acidity of the water reacting with the copper, and they're called pinholes. And there's really nothing that you can do about it. If you have that kind of water, you may want to consider... Uh, replacing those pieces of pipes, pieces of pipe that actually develop the holes in it. How severe is this, just a couple of places?
2: Yes, it's only in the hot water system, and there is a couple of places, but uh, there's a piece downstairs that's been there for 30 years, and then there's a new piece that's been up for 11 years upstairs in the bathroom.
0: Well, both of them have lasted quite a while. If you're going to do any work in that area if it's exposed, I would consider replacing it. You could use a plastic pipe instead. I would not okay. put back any walls. If you have anything open, I would take the opportunity to replace the pipe. But if you're getting pinholes after a pipe that's, uh, you know, 10 to 30 years old, I wouldn't panic over that. I would just consider it normal maintenance that you have to replace. I know we like to say that copper lasts forever, but the truth is that it doesn't, and it does react sometimes with the acidity in the water and develop small holes that need to be replaced. Okay, thank you very much. You're welcome, Bob. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit.
1: Barbara in South Carolina is dealing with an oven issue. What's going on? Hi, Tom and Leslie. Uh, I discovered when I was fixing Christmas dinner that
3: I seemed to be burning everything and okay. finally determined that my thermostat on my oven was broken. Now, I'm pretty handy with everything uh, and replace the eyes and so forth. Is there any way I can replace that thermostat?
0: Uh, you absolutely can. It's not that terribly difficult to do. The The key here is, that, is getting the thermostat part itself I'm going to recommend a website called RepairClinic.com. And on that website, you can actually first select the brand of oven and then you select the type of part. You'd select thermostat and it sort of drills you down into the exact part that you need. And, and some of these thermostat parts are, you know, pretty expensive. I was looking on their site, and it looks like anywhere from like $4 to, to 30 bucks for a thermostat. And they'll actually give you the step-by-step instructions on how to do it yourself, whether it's electric or gas. And that's good because, because those
1: instructions are specific to your type of oven, so you'll really be skilled in, in, ta- in tackling this.
3: Okay, that sounds good. $30 doesn't sound bad at all. Or no, or it's even cheaper than, a than, a bit more.
0: Cheaper than uh, hiring did...
3: somebody to do it. I know, and then I priced a new oven, and I'm i in mean, a new stove, and I'm talking about like $1,500 or something. So Well, that if you sounds really right. want
0: a new stove, Barbara, then you can use us as the excuse, okay? Okay. <laughs> Thanks so <laughs> Thank much you for so calling much. us at 888 Money Pit eight 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 six 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 three nine seven four.
1: You know, Tom, when my husband and I lived in a rental apartment in Queens, um, I was wondering why, you know, I'd bake an apple pie and like the crust would be like burnt in five minutes and the pie would be raw. And like cookies were charred and, you know, things were just going totally bananas. And one day I opened up the stove, you know, I had it set at 350 and open up the oven door and it was so hot it singed my eyelashes off. (laughs) And let me tell you, it took a long time for them to grow back to normal. Yeah, because without
0: the thermostat working, right, it's just on all the time. Everything,
1: it was like at 500. I made a turkey in like an hour like it was crazy and you know it was the simplest repair but what a disaster
0: you can definitely do it yourself barbara good luck with that project this is the money pit home improvement radio show helping you usher in the new year with some great home improvement tips coming up next we're going to have some info on how to pick the right kind of salt to season those slippery sidewalks without damaging the surface
2: on the money pit radio show
4: pick up the talent up your home sweet home calling Money Pit. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by April Air, makers of professionally installed high-efficiency air cleaners. For more information, go to AprilAir.com. Now, here are
1: Tom and Leslie
0: making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler.
1: And I'm Leslie Segretti. And you should visit MoneyPit.com right now. If you go to our website, it is full of wonderful information for you. You can search our entire archive of articles and columns and tips. You can search by project. So if you've got something in mind for this weekend and you're looking for, you know, some ways to better approach it or some ways to figure out materials or costs, go to the site, put in whatever project you're working on, flooring, carpeting, painting, You name it, we have got something there that will help you get the job done right. Everything's available for you absolutely free at
0: moneypit.com. For example, here is a tip on how to properly season your slippery sidewalks. If you use the wrong kind of salt, it can cause major headaches because it will deteriorate the sidewalk surface. When buying salt for sidewalks, you want to choose salt made from potassium chloride. This is a type of salt that will melt ice without damaging the concrete surface the way that sodium chloride does or rock salt, which is not so good for that surface. So, For best results, you want to purchase potassium chloride and also mix it with some playground sand. Keep a supply stored near every entrance of your home so it's very easy and convenient to put down. And make sure you keep it, of course, out of reach of your kids and your pets. This way it will be there to throw down whenever you need it so that you won't do a throw down on that (laughs) sidewalk when you step out upon it and also you won't damage the concrete. And calling us next spring to ask us how to repair all of those Pock marks that are going to form in that concrete surface
1: yeah and here's the tip from experience do not reach into your combination bag bucket whatever of your salt mixture with your favorite leather gloves on because wet hands wet leather gloves snow reaching into the salt all of that makes for an interesting shrunken glove effect that all of a sudden (laughs) the glove like is a child size and pops off your hand so you know use a use a little dispenser you'll be very happy 888-666-3974.
0: Call us right now with your home improvement question. Let's get to it.
1: Larry in Utah is on the line, and he's got a question about wiring. What can we do for you?
0: I've got a
2: 100-year-old house. At least half of it's 100 years old, and the other half is uh, in the 50s, and it needs to be rewired. Okay. Some of the the wiring is still the uh, original wiring that was put in about 1920. And then uh, the other half of the house that was put in about 1950, and it still has uh, screw-in type fuses.
0: Okay, well, first of all, why do you want to rewire it? Is it because you're concerned about the fuses? Because if that's the case, there is no concern. As long as the fuses are correctly installed, they will protect the wiring. Or do you want the convenience of circuit breakers?
2: I prefer to have the circuit breakers, but my um, insurance company tells me they're not going to continue to ensure it with the old wiring in it.
0: Because of the 1920s wiring? Do you have what's called knob and tube wiring? Yes. Okay, well, I understand that. Knob and tube wiring was sort of the very first form of, of house wiring. And it uh, basically looks like pieces of wire that are strung from beam to beam. And wherever they go through the beams, they go through a ceramic tube. And wherever they go across the beams, they sort of hang off like these ceramic sort of spacers. And that's why they call it knob And tube wiring. Um, The other problem with knob and tube wiring is that it's not grounded, it's not groundable. And also, in a more modern house, we tend to insulate over those wires, and that's a problem because they were designed specifically to be air cooled. So, when you insulate them, they become unsafe. So, I certainly understand that concern. If that's the case, um, you have a couple of issues here. First of all, You need to rewire those circuits, and separate from that, and only if you want to, you need to replace the the panel. My point is about the fuses is that if they're properly sized, they're just as safe as circuit breakers. But if you're doing all this work, probably not a bad time to install new circuit breakers at the same time. As far as that 1950s wiring, that could be wired right into the panel. I don't see any reason to replace that. That wiring should be grounded. If you need to add some additional circuits, do that. But the only wiring that you have to replace is the knob and tube. The 50s wiring, probably armor-clad cable, that's probably okay. Okay, thanks very much. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit.
1: Betty in Minnesota, welcome to the Money Pit. How can we help you today? Well, I sure hope you can because it's really cold up
3: here and my furnace is on the blink.
0: Okay. What's going on?
3: It won't stay lit. It will keep running. I light it and it uh, gets nice and warm and runs and the light, pilot light goes out, but the motor keeps blowing cold air.
0: Well, the way a furnace works is when the burners come on, the furnace heats up, and then when it gets warm enough, the blower comes on, circulates the warm air, and then the burners go off, but the blower continues to go, and that's a cycle. Now, if the burner is coming on but going off quickly, then probably the thermal couple is worn out. And that's that piece of metal that's usually right next to the flame. Sometimes the flame is sort of embedded into it. And when the thermocouple goes bad, that's exactly the scenario that happens. You'll light it, it will come on, but then it won't stay lit. So at this point, you're going to have to get uh, the gas company or the HVAC service provider that you have in your area to come in and take a look at that because that's part of the control circuit. It's definitely not a do-it-yourself project, but at the same time, these types of repairs are typically fairly inexpensive.
3: So that means that's the reason why the pilot light goes out?
0: Yes, because the thermocouple tells the pilot light to turn the gas on. And if there's no flame, then the gas goes off. And so if the thermocouple is bad, the gas is just going to go off and not come on. It's a safety system.
3: So it's not the top motor?
0: No, if, if the motor you're telling me is running. Mhm. Yeah, so I don't think it's that. I, I think it's a problem with the control circuit. It's most likely the thermocouple.
1: Thank you so much. I think you saved me a ton of
0: money. Well, you're very welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Stay warm.
1: Well, the winter weather certainly can be very beautiful when you end up with lovely icicles forming at your roof line. But what's beautiful can also be quite damaging to your home. We're going to tell you how to avoid serious problems associated with ice damming after this. On the
4: Money Pit Radio Show. The Money Pit is being brought to you by Guardian Home Standby Generators, America's choice in power outage protection. Learn more at GuardianGenerators.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie.
0: This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, where we make good homes better. I'm Tom Kreitler.
1: And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we are here to help you with all of your New Year's resolution home improvement projects. Heck, even if you have one from last year, like a 2008 resolution, we will
0: wheel out Yeah, we judge. allow carryovers.
1: Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to judge. Just say you put it to the top of this new list. We'll help you get it done. <laughs> Give us a call at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Not only are you going to get help with your home improvement project. But one caller that we talked to on the air this hour, you got to be on the air and ask us your question, is going to win a liquid nails tool bag. Now liquid nails, they are the leader in adhesives and they've now designed a whole line of household use glues for small projects and repairs. Now your kit's going to include easy to use squeeze tubes and single use glues. The entire kit and caboodle is worth 50 bucks, but it could be yours for free. Plus you're going to get a project done. So give us a call at 1-888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974.
0: Here's a project that we hope you don't have to get done, and that is fixing an ice dam that's caused a leak in your roof. What's an ice dam? Well, if you get a heavy snow followed by a warm day, it can often allow the ice to sort of dam up at the roof edge, where it sort of blocks the melting snow that's above and causes some pretty serious leaks inside your house. To prevent this, you want to make sure that your roof is adequately ventilated So if you plan to replace your roof soon, be sure to have the contractor both install good attic ventilation and ice and water shield as an extra layer of protection against those ice dams. If you want some tips on uh, the best types of ice and water shield, go to graceathome.com. That's the website for the Grace Company that pretty much invented the product. And they've got some great tips right there at graceathome.com. 888-666-3974. Let's get back to the phones. Robert in
1: Virginia needs some help with the project. What can we do for
0: you?
2: Well, thank you for taking my call. I really appreciate it. My problem is that we built a new home, and during the course of the construction, the hardy plank siding that was to be applied uh, came into contact with some of our famous Virginia clay soil.
0: Oh, the red uh, red stuff.
2: The red stuff. (laughs) And it seems to have stained it in a few spots, and we can't get it off. And okay. I don't know if I have to paint the whole Dagon thing over, or what do we need to do?
0: Well, not yet. There's actually a good product that Crud Cutter makes that's specifically designed for uh, removing stains from red clay. You can go to yeah, their website. all types
1: of surfaces like concrete, clothing, everything, stucco.
0: You can go to their website at crudcutter.com, and that's spelled with k with a k, so it's k r u d k u t t e r. And uh, they make a lot of different cleaning products, but one of these, what they call a specialty product that they sell, is the Crud Cutter Red Clay Stain Remover. And that should be uh, probably your best bet for trying to pull those stains out. Of course, you can always go the painting route, but i would like to see if we can get it lightened up first, and that might be a good way to start.
2: Thank you very much. That's where I'll do next.
0: All right. Well, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974.
1: Martha in Texas is looking for some help revamping her kitchen. What can we do for you today? Well,
3: I'm circumnavigating a money pit right now, I'm afraid. (laughs) We bought a 1981 contemporary home that uh, is basically being fully remodeled, and we're bringing the bathrooms down to the studs. The kitchen, however, had been recently renovated in that it had new granite countertops and stone tile backsplashes. We had hoped that uh, the solution for us would be to remove the old cabinet doors with visible hinges and old hardware and just sort of reface that way. Um, We've found out since that because the base cabinetry is plywood, paint grade, that new cabinet doors are going to be very heavy and not a great solution for this.
0: So wait a minute, you're, you're concerned that the new cabinet doors will be too heavy for the cabinets themselves? What about
1: the granite countertop that's sitting on top of it? Yeah.
0: I I don't think that's an issue.
1: I imagine
3: there's some substrate there, but Mm -hmm. the doors we're looking at are are a very contemporary thick door. They're not a shaker style. That's probably a good three-quarter inches thick and heavy. Can we not just fabricate some doors? They don't have to be three-quarter.
0: Yeah, of course you could fabricate some doors.
1: And there's no reason why your general contractor, if he's, you know, a skilled craftsman, he can make doors from existing lumber that you find in the home center that can look like any door that you want. You can finish them in any way, and because he's custom making them for the situation, you can do a full overlay with those hidden euro hinges where you never even see the base behind the door.
3: Well, lastly, we're on the same page because that's what I asked for. So I'm waiting on an estimate for the full uh, reno, and uh, I should say demo and reno. Uh, But uh, you've given me confidence in my first instinct.
0: Fantastic. Martha, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit.
1: So if you're staring at a list of home improvement projects and you think, gee, I want to tackle all of them myself, but maybe that's not such a good idea. We're going to help you sort out when you should do it yourself and when you should leave it to the pros and direct it yourself. We're going to jump into our email bag and help a listener with that question in just a bit.
4: You're in a Money Pit. Money Pit is brought to you by Owens Corning. It's easy to insulate your home and save money. What's stopping you? Learn more at InsulateAndSave.com. Now,
0: here are Tom and Leslie. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And you can pick up the phone and call us right now at 1 888 Money or head on over to MoneyPit.com. Click on Ask Tom and Leslie. And uh, shoot us an email because perhaps you're too shy and we just we scare you. We can understand that. <laughs> you know, there's no embarrassing questions. There are embarrassing stories that happen to other people, but there are no embarrassing questions. Yeah, and
1: sometimes those other people are me and Tom. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, we do kind of throw ourselves out on the line for you guys.
1: <laughs> You're not alone when you make home improvement incidents happen. Except we, when know we how make them, we
0: make huge mistakes.
1: <laughs> and then we always fix them. All right, let's jump into our email bag. We've got one here from Julie in Montana, who writes, I removed the sliding glass doors on my tub enclosure, including the metal strips that were attached to the tub and the sides. I had knee surgery and it was difficult to get into the tub with the doors in place. Now that I'm all healed and better, I'd like to replace the strips and the doors. Can I do it myself or should I hire someone to reinstall it? I did remove it by myself.
0: Well, if you took it out by yourself, you certainly could put it back. I'm assuming, Julie, that you saved all of the (laughs) parts. Um, If you didn't, it can get a little more complicated. Now, installing a set of shower doors is not difficult. You just need some very basic tools. I would say that the complication factor goes up a bit if you happen to have a tile shower, because you've got to have the right types of tools and be able to drill through tile. But if you if you save the other stuff, put it back together, you really can't mess it up too bad. If you've got to go new, um, it would be a good idea to try to line up the holes in the existing uh, shower walls. Whether yeah, those this holes way you don't are, have to
1: drill any yeah, new holes in tile.
0: Exactly. Whether those holes are in tile or in whatever type of material you have, try to line them up. But I don't think it's a hard job. Certainly worth giving it a shot yourself. And if it doesn't work out, you can always hire a pro later.
1: And Julie, we're glad you're feeling better. All right. We've got one from Anne in Indiana who writes, we just had our kitchen remodeled with new wiring throughout. The problem is the contractor wired all the outlets and my sconces, but not my ceiling fan, under cabinet lights and rope lighting. The wires were dead until the outlets and sconces were wired in, and now all the hanging dead wires are all hot. (laughs) (laughs) My electrician can't figure out why. Do you have any idea why these would have currents going through them now?
0: Yes, it's not a mystery. Your electrician is an idiot, And he totally screwed this up. I mean, the thing is, when you wire a new room like this, you have to be very careful. And if you're a pro, you don't make these kinds of mistakes. You know where your wires start. You know where your wires end. You know where your wires connect with the existing circuits that are in the house. And you know when they run for new circuits. So... Somehow, this guy has crossed his wires, and uh, it shouldn't be a mystery. You know, it didn't just happen that way. He's just not a good electrician. So you better figure it out, or you need to fire him and hire somebody else that can do that project. And make sure, by the way, because this is a kitchen in, that all of those outlets are connected to ground fault circuit interrupters. Very, very critical, because they will protect you from a shock in the event that you have a shortened appliance that's plugged into one of those things.
1: Mm-hmm. Does Andy need to have any of this inspected in any way by the town?
0: Good point. Make sure the local electrical inspector takes a look at this. And by the way, if the electrician didn't get a permit, well, that's another dumb thing. And, and that really needs to happen right now before any other work is done. All right, Anne, be safe. Get it checked out. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Thank you so much for spending this hour with us. We hope that you are enjoying the first weekend of this new year and that you're using it to uh, either relax or if you're not, we hope you're working on your house because (laughs) we know that that in itself can be relaxing. And remember, if you need some help with those projects, you can reach out to us 24-7-365 at moneybit.com or by calling 888 money pit. I'm Tom Kreitler.
1: And I'm Leslie Segretti.
0: Helping you build big dreams.